the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. This is KLUP. Terrell Hill, San Antonio. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch. Mark Peterson in for Dr. Jerry Parsons today, so we welcome your calls. Mark knows a little bit about trees, so if you uh, have specific... A little bit. A little bit, yeah. If you have specific tree questions... Yeah, uh, but one of the problems is he's a Yankee. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Oh, I thought you were going to say one of my problems is I go on and on and on. No, no I haven't gotten to that yet. In <laughs> water. So, um, I think Al wants to know if you're an arborist. Yes. Okay. You're a forester and an arborist? That's correct. Wow. What's I, I just answered somebody on a, a little talk. What do you call it on Facebook? Where you have, where you have a blog or something, and, a, and somebody wanted to know who I was. And I said, oh, okay. I, I said, I'm an urban forester, arborist, and tree advocate. Like the Lorax, but different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You speak for the trees. I speak for the trees. So, so what that would make Jerry a uh, cockroach advocate? Yeah, he's a cockroach advocate. Forget, Oddly I, enough, as a vegetable specialist, yeah. he's a very poor vegetable advocate. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, well, he does he does not uh, diminish the supply because he doesn't need any. No, that's yeah. true. Uh, I, I thought of Jerry last night because I uh, I eliminated a cockroach that was trying oh. to get into my house. And it was snuck under the door, and I quickly facilitated its demise. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had no uh, no patience for it. No, didn't, I, didn't want to let it watch TV. Yes, I, I. I wanted to terminate with extreme prejudice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what Spider-Man does. By the way, we'll tell you more about that in a little while. Uh, you are a professional, sir. Yes, I'm, I look for those opportunities. Well, let's see. Did you have the? Uh, you don't have Calvin's article, do you? I can go get yeah, it for you. No, oh, I have it right here. Oh, okay. I didn't know. All right here, and and it was Jerry a great article. To make sure you had him. Although I did, why did they put a blue jay on there? Oh, you know those those are really bullies around the water and feeder. Uh, well, I I I'm kind of I'm kind of partial to blue jays. Are you? Yeah. Uh, they, of course. I I was going to say. Well, they're they. Bully the Cooper's Hawks, but I love Cooper's Hawks too. So uh, they they just they're just doing their job. Now you reminded me though, (laughs) when I came, I headed for the show today. Yeah, I drove out and there were the like seven vultures out in the road right in front of my house. Oh dear! 
And I just yeah. doing their job. <laughs> yeah, but think yeah. of it. They, new, they're cleaning it up. We'd my be... neighbor had gotten a new, a new uh, dachshund, a little guy, just the most charming thing. No, this is going to be I a said, bad story. Oh, <laughs> I said, "Oh no, no!" So I had to stop. Me and the the car behind me uh. stopped. Just go see, and it was one of those. Don't be Frankie. Don't be Frankie. <laughs> And it, I don't, I don't think it was Frankie, but it was kind of the condition was such. I think it was uh, uh, an adult, but uh, either a, a little fox or an adult. Uh, oh wow! Oh, I was hoping for an armadillo to yeah, with uh, the story. Well, not it was an ornipossum. No, but I don't, I don't. I'm pretty sure it was not Frankie, so that was a relief. I didn't know where he was taking this. Yeah, story. I know. Was, I didn't either. It was, it, it was kind of like Jerry. We we sometimes we well, don't know the where deer, the path is going. The deer, the deer have really been getting hit by cars oh, in my neighborhood. There. Yeah, I saw a fawn uh, dead on the side of the road the other day, and it was very depressing. I thought about it for a long time. I, yeah, deer are not my favorite things, but I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't want to see a like fawn them get run no. over. Yeah. 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 Uh, Al, Al's giving us a rain report, although we don't have any inches. Ah, well, the thirty percent. He said he got rain last night at his house. Right, for about thirty minutes. I had both downtown and my friend, uh, uh, Mr. Morgan, out in Bernie City had some. Oh, I don't think we got really? any. Did I you get any? Yeah. No, I didn't. No, get that's any. why I'm like it was scattered. Yeah, scattered. What I guess the operative word. And we have a thirty percent chance today. Yeah, today after two after we leave. Yes. Jerry was saying that he was going. Yeah. Right. It was going while we were on the porch. I'm going no, Jerry. After we all leave. So. Yeah. But I planted all my three o'clock. Tomatoes. It starts going down. Oh, really good. So I was ready, and then I, uh, I uh, bought a truckload of uh, potting soil so that I could. Uh, uh, I'm planting. I'm planting most of the tomatoes and peppers in containers, but then I had a, a portion of them in the, my new vegetable garden. So. But is it, it is uh, it's not not as exciting doing a new garden when you have to chink it with a pick, you know, to get through. Oh. To the, to the I was going to say, is this soil. like washing your car? If you plant your tomatoes, it's going to rain. Well, mm. I would hope. Yeah. But Milton, Milton I declared it yesterday. Hedging, yeah. Uh, he's hedging. Usually, if the listen, I'm not hedging. It rained somewhere. He didn't say where. Oh, that's right. The Sinisa yeah, are not yeah, that, that, I mean, the, the weather people aren't that good. <laughs> These are human beings with scientific equipment. Give the Sinisa a, a little, I know cut I told, up some slack. Uh, <laughs> I told Milton this, but I don't know if I told you, Mark. But uh, I used to uh, uh, tease uh, Paul or <laughs> the, the weatherman that was. Oh, Steve no, Brown. Steve yeah. Brown. And he finally got. Just a, got a kind of kind of emotional about it. He has obviously taken taken, res- taken, resp- taken yeah. responsibility, even though he was denying responsibility. But he was he was just as uh, sincere as the gardeners were in wishing yeah. for some good reasons. Imputing his uh, his profession. Yeah, the, they, they blame him for the lack of rain. Yeah, but yeah, but. But yeah. it was fun to blame him for a while. Sure, but, but not when he gets gets tears in his eyes, you know. Well, for a while they were blaming you on all the rain. Mm-hmm. Every time you apparently wrote an article about about uh, conservation, 
All right. Uh, it rained. Or the the worst one was when we went to the all, all of us. I don't know. I think Mark might have been there. No, I, I was. I had to be back at the four. But yeah, uh, it was the, like on the steps I'm, with the city manager and the and yeah, we're declaring Plaza de Armas uh, in the back part of the city hall at that de- time. De- declaring the restrictions. Oh God! And started the rain. Started to rain. <laughs> Not and, just rain, it poured, and it did not stop for like two two weeks. Yeah. Oh, so, really? Wow! So I had to I had to avoid. Can her. you do that again? And, yeah, no. That's what that there was an ongoing joke. It's like let's declare another drought level. Yeah. So it will rain. Oh, another drought level. Yeah. So that was initially we declared drought for the first time, but you know we have stage one, stage two, stage three. Right. So. So the ongoing joke is, let's declare another stage. Uh, I think there's, I heard a little news story that maybe we were about to, it wouldn't change how the restrictions were, but we were going into stage three. So the EAA uh, has uh, the declaration. So go, you know, one, two, three, four. SAWS has to go in at one and two. But the way the ordinance is written is we don't necessarily have to go into stage three based on uh, based, they, based on our experts. But, okay. they, but they do have to comply with the water use levels. Yes. So, so internally, I mean, uh, well, externally or internally, they still have to obey the rules of the EAA. And then we would make up that penalty but at they, the end of the year. Because that, that, that's... That rewards a, a water purveyor like Saws that, uh, you know, does uh, recycled water, does uh, desalination water, and all that. So if you, you, you know, the, the idea is that you do, you don't want to deplete the Edwards Aquifer completely. Right. So you, if you've got alternate water sources, then you can just so you comply with the lack of. Uh, Overuse in the Edwards. Right. So we still have to obey the pumping limits that are uh, uh, state law. But for the homeowner, it'll still be 7 to 11 in the morning. 7 7 to 11. But but on their designated day. They should not be watering today. No. I I, I saw quite a few. Well, Sunday. Oh, they shouldn't. I mean, that's not due to the weather. That's due to the fact that it's Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. No watering on the weekend. Right. And that allows the aquifer to recover. Now, by hand, yes, right? Yeah, oh, so yeah. you could do it by hand, yeah. But your sprinkler uh, system should not be going. Yeah. No. Now, other jurisdictions may be in different stages. Okay. I, I th- I, m- the most prominent one is Alamo Heights. They don't have alternative water sources like we've been talking about. Right. And so they have to abide by the EAA restrictions. And so they are in stage three right now, which is every other week. Okay. Oh, but, it's every other week? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, when you go in stage three, you're every other week. Okay. Not not just every other week on your day. So mm-hmm. that is why SAWS has done everything uh, to uh, uh, prevent going into stage three. Okay. That's cool. It, it is a bureaucratic onus nightmare. Oh. oh. And, okay. That's interesting. All right. Well, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh, I don't think you noticed this on the air, but uh, you noticed a lot of Incas. 
Was that a Peterson pick? That is a Peterson pick. Uh, I created a little handout uh, of all my favorites uh, per category. And then uh, Milton asked me, and I noticed I didn't have my annuals down. But would you like to guess what my two annuals are for for summertime water, uh, displays and, and drought tolerance? Well, I would guess the zinnias and, uh, and our... And the periwinkles. Except I, yeah. He guesses zinnias for everything, though. No, well, no, 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 no. I no, I I guess yeah, yeah. Okay. is as well. Okay. Not just Calvin. Now for the first time I got some of the old, uh, oh the ones that start with P. Perfusion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you went from the Dreamland to the Perfusion? Yeah, well I would have taken Dreamland if there were <laughs> any there, but the Perfusion and, and uh Trace has been when I keep saying, Are there any zinnias yet? And he said there's been zinnias all along, profusion there. It's, yeah, yeah. So I, so I went and pl- uh, planted some, and they've got a nice color, and they're, uh, they uh, respond to the uh, zinnias are, have kind of the look of being a, uh, a drought resistant, but they don't not, they're not really drought tolerant. Yeah. They can take a lot of heat as long yeah. as they got some water. But mm. the profusion, the profusion were... So far, you know, I've only had yeah. them in place uh, for three weeks. Perfusion seem a little easier on, on the water than the... Yeah, oh, really? I had some tall ones. I think they were perfusion. Um, they were very tall, and they were starting to tip over. But they had... Uh, they didn't do so well in the heat, but I think it was a water issue. I th- that's where I really think it was. So they had a lot of dieback on below. Ah, I'll be done. So, so, but I was always thinking about you. It says, well, these would have made it cut flowers, mm-hmm. uh, good cut flowers that you like. So did uh, to grow them. Now, I like the, the, the golden orangey ones, yeah. the lower to the ground, the more native ones. That's, now, a, that's my favorite. Now, there is a, last year we had an orange one here. Yeah. But it was a different orange yeah, one. Yeah, and oh, that one was spectacular. So it was like a, no, it was like a dreamland, but smaller. It was like a miniature dreamland and an orange color. Yeah, but that thing, uh, and uh, the dreamland were planted all around it, so I mm-hmm. could see the performance difference. But they maintained their their blooms. The color was great. <laughs> like uh, like six months, yeah. And so I was uh, saving, kept saving the places to plant them this year until, yeah, but, but I haven't seen them anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, yes. Okay. But 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 to go back to it, we got lots of periwinkle here. I mean, we're talking lots of periwinkle. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way. Sale. They're yeah. on sale. You're getting sir. to be a radio professional every day. Uh, well, no. I, well, I I had Jerry to to look at. Oh, okay. Jerry likes to look at the backside here and say what's on sale. The, the, so, the backside of the ad, not uh, anything ba- else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm just moving forward here. Yeah, so. Very smart. Okay. So anyway, we have lots, lots of periwinkles, yeah. and it is one of my favorites. And, and it's the Cora series. Yes. Which means... 
It is resistant less. to area photophora. Yeah. Okay. Less so. likely to be. And that was a big problem. In the old days when we were younger. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, y'all would talk about don't splash, don't, you know, water from the base yeah. at the, you know, don't water over the top. And Trace keeps telling me, I keep asking and keeps telling me, well, there's a newer one on the market. Uh-huh. And I can't, I can't remember. And he just looks at me sometimes and just, Mark, why can't you remember? I keep telling you what it is. And I, I don't remember. But Cora is really, really good. Was this the, uh, like the Blueberry series and the, doggone it. Now, see. So uh, all, no. But we don't talk about it enough. No, no, no. But, yeah, he did. It was pretty. Yeah. And all the different colors. Different colors yeah. than the reds and the whites. Yeah, and the, yeah the red and the white together are pretty hard. Yeah, yeah I know. That's, what, that's my favorite. Okay. So that's why I'm looking over there and going, yeah, yeah. We have plenty of both here. Um, then, of course, uh, we've talked a lot about the tomatoes. Uh, the choice is still pretty good. Uh, I, and I, did, I should have checked to see if there were the well, well, yeah, I checked to see what you had yesterday. Because oh, that's you, right, Mark. You were I, I was there looking there at any, each one. Still BHN 9068. Yes, there are there were in both uh, smaller packs, four and a half, and the uh, number one. And there were some red snappers in the big. Uh, yeah, there was some celebrity, and there was tycoon. Um, Thunderbird. There were some Thunderbird, Thunderbird. in the in the big ones. Uh, yeah, so I, I couldn't make a decision, but I had the uh, BH in nine sixty eight, and I got a Ruby Crush. Good. So uh, you had mentioned that uh, that were over there, and so I went looking, and I basically looked at each each uh, number one over there. So we still have some. And what did we learn? Two whole I, tables for I think. Two whole tables. Oh no. And and Three I tables. I am a traditionalist. I used to I used to never buy tomatoes before the first week of August. Calvin has convinced me to when okay. they're available, come and get them. And because yeah. because when you get into August, you may or may not have any. He was very upset last uh, year. Of uh, of the ones you want. Now my na- my neighbor Bart, who's a really good gardener, uh, he potted up his tomatoes. He he wa- wants them uh, to get a little uh, larger, mm-hmm. and he uh, thinks that you know if he gives them a little bit two weeks, he got them in the four and a half inch. If he gets them t- two weeks or three weeks in the one gallon, mm-hmm. he'll he'll maybe do better in this uh, this hot weather. Right. But, you, but you can tell once you get them in your garden. I've got some that have been in two or three weeks in my garden, and they do, do the traditional slight uh, needle kind of mm-hmm. leaves, which recover pretty quickly. But still, uh, it's that's that's a good strategy. It's a tactic that works. Either either way works because these are all, as Milton pointed out, these are all heat setters. And yeah, thank you. And uh, thank you for the credit. They, 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 they can deal with it. They're fast. They, well, it used to be cool because all the names would have something to do with heat. Yeah. And they seem to stop. I know. That. Yes. That was so very cool. Now, now we have to Solar, just remember Solar, Solar, all the names. Phoenix. Thumber, Thunderbird. Yeah. But Red Snappers. Red Snappers. Yeah, I know. It's just, but I could, never, I could never get over 
the, a tomato with the name of a fish. I just, <laughs> I just couldn't get it right. Thunderbird was pretty hard for me this year. Was it? Yeah. No. Oh. Kind of an emotional thing? Yeah, it was. It was. I see. Well, I mm. mean, when you go from Celebrity and Merced and some yeah. of these other ones to Red Snapper and Thunderbird, it's a, it was a difficult emotional movement for me. And was it uh, Vinca Tattoo? Yeah. Was that the new series? I, I, I can't even think about going there. Oh, Intellectually well. going going to... To Vinca Tattoo? Yeah. Why? I was going to break, so I wanted to tell you before we went to break. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so, because uh, I see the blueberry. Uh, tink, Vinca Tattoo Blueberry, and I think there was Vinca Tattoo Orange and something. So just think of... Uh, Getting a Vinca tattooed on you or something. Maybe that's the way I'm going to have to remember. Yeah. How do we How do we help Mark remember tattoos? Well, the one, one that I like that I can never remember is is the cat, the one with cat on its name. Uh, yeah. Oh, Valley Cat? Valley, Valley cat, cat, yes, yes. For some reason. Yeah, I you, you do. I mean, we, we had that a couple of times where you couldn't remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Valley Cat. Mm-hmm. Now that that's a good tomato, and it was. Uh, and there's Valley Girl, Valley Cat. Yeah. Was Cat that. was that which one was the was Valley Girl, a Valley Cat early girl, hybrid or something or? Well, I, I I'm not familiar with the the other. I know Jerry liked uh. like Valley Girl, and but Valley Cat was the one that was uh, nematode resistant, and along with. Uh, yeah, see, that was the thing. Along Celebrity, with, yeah, tycoon, but yeah, the, and, and some viral resistant and, nematode and viral. That's yeah. that's why I remember about that one. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. The process we went through. Jerry was resisting, tell, like he did every single year, resisting telling us what his yeah. team had come up with the rodeo tomato, and uh, so one of the commercial growers down on the. Uh, I, uh, I remember which one of the uh, the boards, uh, river river authorities, uh, said, "Why why aren't you guys recommending that tycoon?" He said, "He he planted had trouble with the virus and he, uh-huh. and he planted it and it's the only one that had." So I brought that up, and and uh, Jerry thought, thought it'd be pretty funny if he. Promoted, it, but it, but of course it took off like man. I, I, yeah, I, he was trying to. I think he was trying to, trying to control it, s- and trying to put out the fire. No, it he was, was trying to throw Calvin under the bus. Oh, oh, oh. And everybody loved it and wanted to get it, and yeah. So hey, let's take a quick break while we do. You give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We have more of Millburgers. Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. There's a little bit of everything in Texas. Just look around. And and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867, uh, the number to call to be a part of the show. 
Calvin, anything you want to uh, talk about? Otherwise, I was going to get to another Peterson's picks. Oh, I w- <clears throat> on the uh, butterfly, a lot of butterfly action now. Oh, that right. We're, we've kind of crossed the line, I think. Because uh, we, what have we, what have we seen here lately, Milton? We've seen. Well, we yes. saw the queens. We saw the yeah. Gulf fritillary. Yeah, yeah. there was the uh, tail, sulf- something. a lot of sulfurs. Yeah. And then we've seen. I don't remember the bumblebees being as common as they are now. No, they're they're loving that firebush. But uh, now, what what do we have in terms of? uh, Well, 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 we got (coughs) yeah. So we have uh, over here. uh, We have a lot of the pintas. Now we know that that shape of flower draws a lot of uh, butterflies. And they they're a good uh, a good plant to put in the shade on like at the patio and the marks, yes. mark's right the uh, pollinators are attracted to the the pentas too so that's a good one of the good ones uh, can i call the a time out for a question flower here i have a question yes call on yes. me please yes student did, did mark say that the shape or the yeah. shade no. of the penta the shape the shape of the flowers so i've never you, known that yeah so what, uh, what? if you have tubular flowers Right. That draws butterflies, but mostly hummingbirds. Okay. When you have a flower like a lantana or a pinta, where it's kind of a uh, like a half a pillow. Little, yeah, like a yeah, like a pillow or a half a gumdrop or something okay. like that. Uh, that is more attractive to butterflies. Okay. Is that pretty much? So, okay. Uh, These are rules, general rules of thumb, non-exclusive. Okay. Uh, the, the neat thing is that, that the general rules could be like two pages, three pages long <laughs> because it always fascinates me that the that our, our uh, oh, what is this plant right here? The Mexican here? heather? Huh? The Mexican heather, Kufia? No. The, uh, that's the goofy. Uh, the yellow is the new gold lantana. Yeah, the, like the lantana. Yeah. Up until now, we, there hasn't been a lot of pollinator action on it, but always as we get into the fall, it becomes mm-hmm. one of the top right. uh, pollinators or nectar sources, and I can never never you, quite you, figure you, that out. I, yes, you and I both found, uh, looking at the lantanas and the uh, salvias, that sometime in the fall, they tend to be the primary sources. Yeah, maybe that's just right. that's that's what's left. But uh, so butterfly plants within my site are like blue plumbago. Um, yeah, okay, it's got that rounded blue top. Blue plumbago yeah. is, uh, is all right, but I, yeah. I I don't find it as uh, as good. It, as, it, it's like uh, this flower. It's JV. It's a JV flower. Okay. It's not, it's not the senior varsity. Senior varsity, okay. Yeah, okay. But you know, the Duranta, Duranta is one that's pretty yeah. spectacular. That's so tubular, it, isn't it? We, we like. Is there? I I can't believe we don't have uh, um, the more of the milkweed. The NATO. The I think it's around the corner oh, yeah. right there. We I talked about it. Oh. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Look over your shoulder. See if you don't yeah. see some. So, Jerry talked about it. It's usually, is that, is that it's usually behind you. Going good. Maybe not, because if you're not spotting yeah. it with what I'm pointing at, probably yeah. it's not it. Uh, but that's where it's usually at. Yeah. So come on by, come by, come by the porch. Yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll show we'll, you we'll, where the milkweed is. But yeah, you were talking about it yesterday, and it's absolutely right. Is although I like the tuberosa for the color, uh, 
the, the, the word is word out that usually the zygote, zygotes and the antelope and the green are probably better for this area. They now we have need- lovely creamy white and green, pale green flowers. Mm. Now we've got uh, all mm. those got all those are <laughs> growing. Um, if the if the attendees to the three uh, programs that we offered uh, earlier in the the summer, uh, we everybody took s- seeds and uh, containers and uh, and uh, so we experiment a little bit with trying to get the. Uh, native milkweeds because yeah. they're hard, they're a little hard to get to grow. Right, right. Uh, and I know now, now Mary, uh, Mar- Mary, and I, I was talking to Mary. And I says, I'm not sure. You know, I had identified this. Uh, the oh, what was the the one the Z Zelotus Zeloti? Oh yeah, Zygotes. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, there's and a Z there's, and a G. Two, two different. Plants came out. You know, I had described it in my article as an off-white flower. They had started the bloom. Right. And then I saw a blue flower, and I said, wait a minute. Now, that looking, the, the leaf looked like, to me, like it was more of a, uh, the Zelotes said, that I'd seen. Uh-huh. But th- then the flower looked like dayflower, and sure enough, it, oh. it found, uh, <laughs> half the containers had found its way into the... And, and to the, and it my day, it's much easier to to get the seeds to germinate for dayflower. Yeah, yeah, dayflower, the ubiquitous dayflower. Yeah. Uh, so, so at least I think we've got uh, now. Now we just planted new ones: uh, the showy and the swamp. You you, you were going to do three, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did your your favorite. Uh, the tuberosa. Yeah, and then we did we did the antelope horn. Uh-huh. And we did the green. Yeah. And then and we then did the zelotes. Yeah. The zelotes. And then now now the showy and the... I couldn't resist the showy and the uh, swamp. They're both... Right, 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 right. Flowers. Now, uh, Jerry would be proud of me. Uh, Judy, if she was still alive, would not. Uh, my... Jonathan, her, her son, is coming to visit me, uh-huh. and I don't know if he's going to say anything about the refrigerator being full of... Uh, oh, uh, plants uh, and the CRISPR? Uh, uh, yeah. No, plants plants getting chilled in the containers. Oh, the, 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 okay. The seeds, you the mean? The milkweed, yeah. Oh. So that, uh, the, the CRISPR on the bottom was always my favorite place to put all my seeds and everything. But, that, but that's a, that was a pretty successful... On the green, the green and the antelope horn, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty successful in getting them. After thirty days yeah. in there, they got out in three days. I get, I've got them germinating. A, f- a few years ago, uh, we had wanted milkweed to be available at our spring bloom, and, hmm. that's, and that's the second Saturday of each year oh, in March. Which second one? Saturday which March. one did you have? No, here, here's the par- oh. funny part of the story. So I go, hey, Ronnie, can you, Ronnie Peterson, can you do that? And he goes, uh, sure. So like three weeks later, four weeks later, didn't hear anything. Hey, Ronnie, well, how's that milkweed going? Oh, 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 I can't get any of it to germinate. Mm-hmm. And, and I go, well, keep trying. So another two weeks pass, another. 
three weeks past. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, how's it? How's it, Ronnie? How's it going? And he's, uh, I still can't get any. Now, it turns out, yeah, it's some of the first time he never had really done it, and and we learned it takes a very long time, and your success rate is very low. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't get to use it for spring bloom, but we finally got to use it at Festival Flowers, the giveaway. Oh, okay. Oh. So, 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 and that's that's usually at the end of May. What kind was it? Uh, I don't know exactly yeah. what it was. It was just oh. one. I was hoping it was tuberosa. Yeah. Uh, du- du- Douglas King Seed Company did the the slotus for, for yeah. us, and then uh, and then our uh, oh the friends out in Junction. Uh, oh, uh, Native American Seed. Yeah, they 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 gave us a bunch of the other seed. Well, they didn't give it to us; they let us buy it from. Uh, but it, that that that's worked out well too, and they had a lot of wonderful information uh, to provide. But anyway, and. Uh, the Dream Hill Estates Education Resource Center, yeah. the neighborhood. Huh. We finished our new uh, education center, and that's, we had two programs out there, and they're they're full. Bottom, so. bottom, bottom line is, yes, we have them here at, at uh, Millburgers. I don't know what kind we have because the last time I looked, I couldn't yeah. I yeah, we'll see have exactly. To, we'll take we a break. And we can kind of to Sorry? Get them whenever there's a chance to get them. He yeah. moans and groans. Yes, about he moans and groans, but he does buy them. But he so. gets them when he can. Yeah, when he can. So. We'll take a break and we can do a peek around the corner and see if we can see. Right there. All right, we'll take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. San Antonio, any old place I call my home, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. Dallas, Fort Worth, San Angelo, Houston, Austin, or El Paso, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Spider-Man Pest Control, is your source when you've got those bad bugs in the house. When you've got ants that are driving you nuts, when you've got roaches like Mark was talking about, when you've got uh, scorpions, fleas, if you've got uh, the uh, mosquitoes, he's got the Into Care system. Uh, Spider-Man, the thing that separates him from a lot of the uh, companies out there is he wants to know, I, I use the term holistically, I hope that's right, but he looks at the whole problem. So he's not just treating the symptom, if you will, which is the cockroaches, he's seeing what, what caused them to get in the house. Where are you vulnerable? What can you do to, to help yourself? Uh, what can he do to help you with that? And then so he's treating the problem. And that's why uh, folks like him. Uh, and I, I've uh, uh, worked with Spider-Man, gosh, now since uh, for a long time. But he's been working uh, on these places since 1976. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Twenty-one or go spidermanpest.com. That's go spidermanpest.com. Yes, sir, you found them. I did. Yes, and they're blue. It's uh, they, the leaves look a little bit like salvia, but they're about uh, four feet tall and covered with uh, 
Yeah. Milkweed blooms. So well, they, and he's saying that for my benefit because the, the plant I was pointing out was salvia. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with no blooms on it. Yeah. yeah. But that's a great plant. Salvia? For, yeah, salvia. Oh. All, t- all forms of salvia, sorry. A little out of there. I was enthu- yeah, enthu- enthusiastic, exuberant. So uh, humming- I love salvia. Humming- oh, yeah. Do humming- not hummingbirds do um, butterflies like salvia? Yes. Oh, gosh, yeah. Okay. And uh, hummingbirds do, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah. And there's... Uh, I, wa- I wanted to go, yes. There's two. Yes. Yes, there, yes, yes. Is. Obviously, they've they, they got, kind of gotten moved around there. There's two... Red porta weed down there, which uh, I'm sure somebody has been looking for. And uh, yeah, I, I, I was laughing hysterically. Like, hey, really? Yeah, red porta weed. Because that, yeah, they're hard to hard to beat in terms of drawing in the pollinators and the hummingbirds or every, everything like likes it as a nectar source. But they're so sensitive to cold. You got to be aware mm-hmm. of that. They're, the porta weed. Yeah, they're tough to yeah. just keep alive in the wintertime. And what's the name of the Vinca, the new series that uh, Trace has? It's real colorful. Vinca Deuce. Vinca Deuce. No. Uh, you can remember. We T- just, we, tattoo? There no. you go. Okay. Tattoo. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. I just want to just quizzing you so you can remember now. We're going right. okay. to solve that problem today before okay. the end of the show. Okay. Sorry, Calvin. What is the big uh, thing over there with all the vines and the yellow flowers? And the vegetable. The squash. First is it squash? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's the squash. Okay. Is it now time to plant squash? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people plant squash I, now. Uh, yeah. I, it's a little I, early I, for I, me. Yeah. In September, I do uh, do some coal crops like your broccoli and cauliflower and squash at that time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then and then October. This I, I try to simplify it in my own mind and for everybody else's. And then in uh, October, your leafy vegetables, like your so your your lettuce, lettuce your kale, spinach. Uh, spinach. So did, uh, uh, can we talk about trees? Did we talk? Did we talk about that? Uh, um, you know, it's a brush collection in. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we did yesterday, and, and I thought. And I, and I mentioned at that time, it's a great time of year but to, to do your shrubs and your trees. And they're uh, cutting, uh, um, I, I think we've had oak trees. I saw yeah. one nice bur oak that had had died. And, but, I mean, oh, yeah. gosh, and, and they uh, surprised me that they weren't fighting. Well, of course, we're still a few days away from the collection, but... Uh, that firewood, that all that nice oak firewood. Well, yeah. But it just surprised me with all this heat and everything. How much activity? And I think part of it was the chill. The chill uh, say the wind. last couple of years we oh. had some, um, but then it's always multiple. So multiple stresses. So we had a freeze, and then we had a drought, and then uh, a couple months. Uh, in the past couple of years, we had a tremendous amount of water. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it seems so far away now. But uh, in the last couple of years, we had a couple of months here or there, spring or fall, where it had a tremendous amount of water. So that's an additional stress. And, Mark, since you're facing north, your job is to watch these clouds and get them to rain. Uh, 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 
It looks good. It does look good. It looks good. I'm, fingers are crossed. 30%, okay. huh? Yeah, I'll go yeah. see if it changed at all. Um, but, uh, okay, so let's see. What we're, oh, we're talking about that. So, 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 so. You, yeah, we don't have to go here if you don't want to. But, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a, there's a setup. <laughs> um, I think the wind what, has changed a little bit. Yeah, it actually it's actually a little, a little bit more. Yeah, it more it have, yeah, it is more pleasant. It might has a, almost a little chill in it. Yeah. Okay, so when brush pickup comes, like yes. Calvin was saying in his neighborhood, um, there are lots of there's lots of activity among people who do who cut limbs and do stuff. Is there are there certain things that people should uh, be aware of or acts acts for ask for? Yeah. Uh, their in oh. their person who's going to do their. You can. I'm going to give the short list real quickly, but you can for everyone to go out there and look at uh, uh, a couple of professional websites. Trees are good by the International Society of Arboriculture. Okay. And it has uh, five or seven different attributes of a good arborist. Uh, oh, good. I wrote a couple articles uh, uh, for saws, so it's gardenstylesanantonio.com, and you can go and look at my articles or um, just type in a good arborist. That's good. Okay. The the short list. The short see list. if I can remember it all. Because I know I've sent you pictures of people who have had their trees done in right. the neighborhood, and they just send a little tear back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. It's a, it's a, bit, it's a bit of an exaggeration. Or, 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 or one of the uh, some other emojis which we won't yeah, get into. Okay. But, uh, so. Always ask. Anybody that comes to the door yes. says, I would like to see your insurance. Yes. Well. Uh, because in Texas you are uh, liable for anything that may happen on your property. So if they, and is it a special kind of insurance? Yes. Uh, so if they I'm, show I'm, you their liability I'm, insurance from their car, that doesn't count. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's special. I'm, I'm stalling for time, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, okay. Uh, but but it's, it's, a, it's a liability insurance. Yeah. So if bonded, so, there you have oh, to be bonded and, and, and insured. insured. And, okay. So also, and, that, in the and that's city, one of the most dangerous occupations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's right up there with agricultural workers. Because uh, if someone gets in your tree and is yeah. cutting up, and then all of a sudden falls from the tree, uh, or that, or there may have been an accident. You're the only one. If they have a, oh, that's right. A, 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 um, not stump grinder. What's the other one? Chainsaw. Um, no, brush brush grinder. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's oh also God. very dangerous. Yeah. Um, what else? Okay. Uh, in the city of San Antonio, you have to be licensed. Oh. And it's, it's you take a one-day class and a short test and, and, most importantly, a payment. And then you're licensed in San Antonio. I always recommend that you should be also certified by the ISA. That's also something to look for. ISA? ISA, again, is the International Society of Arboriculture. Okay. And, and that is a, uh, that, that's that, a that, class, that's, right? One, a full day, too? A long no, uh, that's a full uh, oh. uh, 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 We do it at the Botanical Gardens, and it's a Friday for six weeks, five or six weeks. Okay. Uh, I teach the water and I, nutrition. I actually taught... But I'm, I must have just taught one of the six days right, each time. Right, yeah. right. So uh, we we try to do multiple chapters, uh, two chapters in the morning, two chapters in the evening, and and no, it may it may only be a month. 
come to think of it, because we we are doing multiple chapters, but it's a Friday. Oh, it's all right. So uh, that um, insurance mm-hmm. uh, licensing. Uh, always make sure that you get everything in writing. Mm. So when they come by and say, we'll do this, and it's verbal, no. we all, A professional arborist will always have everything in writing. It'll say what you'll do and tell you what will be done. Okay. And it'll be a, a unit cost or so much, but it'll be always in writing. Okay, that's that. good. I hadn't thought of that. I like that. And I can't remember what the other stuff is. But okay. uh, but, that, but that gives you the main thing is always have insurance and be bonded. And they'll show it to you. Uh, be licensed. Yeah. One, one of the best um, pieces of guidance, too, if, if you can select somebody who has done work in your neighborhood mm. and done it well, and all those things have been yeah. verified. Maybe, maybe, so maybe that's easier. what the one I was forgetting Actually, was. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, re- references. So, Always have references. So can the layman tell when a, a tree has been cut improperly? Yeah. Because when I send you the pictures, I'm going, this doesn't look right. Yeah, see, that's what I said. I, yeah, because intuitively you, you know that it's not been done. It's either it's been stripped or uh, leaf, stum- or leaf stubs or uh, yeah. uh, when they made a cut, they didn't cut it properly, and so it strips all the bark down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, or, it's, or commonly uh, it's not painted. Yeah. I know they cut down some uh, ch- dying china berries in the uh, Educational Resource Center area, mm-hmm. and the uh, uh, person that did the work left those stubs, which I couldn't believe, uh, you know. Yeah, how you know somebody in a car would run into that? Or, <laughs> oh but, wow! But uh, to his credit, yeah. our building uh, chair made him come back. Yeah. Good, good for them. The w- what happens a lot of times? People anthropom anthropomorph. What's the word I want to make it like a human? Uh, <laughs> and they think if they leave a longer stub it'll be better like like it's your limb you try it's your arm so they'll leave more of the stub in actuality that's just food for disease and insects oh really and so you want to get closer to the root collar or the branch collar which is a zone of specialized cells and chemicals uh and so you want to get okay. and it's just outside the connection it looks like a little bagel uh, okay. and, and on some species you can oh, see sure. more than a like, like a crepe burl, you can see that little donut right where another branch is connected. So you cut just outside that. And to Calvin's point, that's kind of why I asked, was, okay, so let's say you're not going to have anything done now. Well, in six months or so, they're going to do this again and yeah. have brush pickup. If you want to wait till then, you can kind of maybe note your neighbors and who was doing it. I guess you could even ask them if you're neighborly um, who cut them. And then, yeah, call on them and see if they meet all the criteria because you can see the job they did, and, and you like it. So, Well, you get somebody who's done a good job in your neighborhood. Plus, if, you, if they're doing a lot of work without having to move their equipment, you get oh, they, they, a, a pretty like good price, right. too. Oh, good point. And they, and they may pass that on. I would certainly hope they would pass yeah, that Yeah, that's on. a good point. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. 210-308, because I've sent you... 
all these frustrating emails and texts because I know you're sympathetic when I when I send them about the painting. It's uh, like, well, well, well. Sometimes I respond accordingly. Uh, and I think uh, you just do it to get a rise out of me. And yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, anyway, but 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Got about three minutes till break. Uh, anything we want to? Oh, there's a butterfly. I don't know what that is. Uh, but there aren't as many. I don't know if it's the weather, maybe the storm coming in. Uh, are, butter, are butterflies indicators of whether the weather's changing? Weather changing? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm sure that some are, but uh, you get you got to make quite it's, a study. It, it's usually the other direction. We get big, more uh, bigger swarms when there's been a front move through. So that they're, I'm, oh. thinking, I'm thinking like the monarchs in, in the fall. Uh, all of a sudden we get a week where we see a whole bunch. Or contrary, if there's adverse weather, adverse winds, we don't see as many. Okay. So, so that's what I'm thinking. I'm kind of looking. Well, I know that they, uh, I think Jerry brought this out and Warren confirmed it, who both have a hunting background, and that is that the, the deer and stuff will... The, the front will follow the deer. And when in reality, the deer are running from the front. So if a front's coming in, apparently that's a good time to be prepared to hunt the deer and stuff. Really? We used to look at the cattle. Really? Yeah, the cattle. If the cattle are underneath the tree, okay. oh, there's a front coming. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you, uh, in Michigan, did they have to use shotguns like they did in Minnesota? Yeah. yeah. So uh, around Twin Cities, I would imagine, is this where in... Uh, in Michigan, it was like a line across the, the state. I can't remember. It was about about uh, 50 miles north of San, uh, San Antonio, of Grand Rapids, and then everything below that was shotgun only. Yeah, oh, we, okay. Oh. There were some years, it seemed like, when we shot more each other's uh, hunters than we did deer, but... Because oh. uh, of the, <laughs> the brush, that, the brush not that so either thick. one of us shot a hunter or anything. That's awkward. No, no. but there was a it was a, a big uh, discussion point all the time. Hmm. But here's the thing: is we're decked out in orange. I mean, yeah. from top to bottom, we're primarily wearing our orange, and so it's always amazing how someone could shoot another hunter. Yeah. But it happens. Oh, there's another butterfly. All right. There, there may be libations involved. We don't know. Oh, so maybe it's not that amazing after all. All right. We're going to take a break, yeah. get you caught up with the news, and come back in just a second. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. We are, we are getting some big words today between libations and arbor culture. We're, we're hitting the big words. Okay, back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Okay, uh, we need your questions. We've talked enough. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Okay, I'm just going to be quiet now. Huh? 
Just waiting for the calls to come in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Or come on out to Millburgers at 1604 yes. on Boulevardy Road and ask your gardening question in person. All right, let's see. Um, you know what's interesting? So that's Mexican heather, right? Right in front to my yes, left? Yes. Uh, that uh, is not full of bees, which it normally is. Well, it doesn't have a whole lot of flowers right now Oh, either. okay, duh. Yeah. So also it has a cousin, and I, uh, it's on the other side of the tree there, uh, bat-faced kufia. Yeah, uh-huh. And that is a really beautiful flower. And uh, it does have uh, some bees on it uh, because yeah. it has a little bit more flowers. Flowers, okay. Well, that it makes da- sense. It does well in shade. It surprised me. That yeah. It was a really nice planting at the San Antonio Water System parking ramp. Right. Spectacular. I mean, and then the first time I saw it was several years ago, and I thought, wow, what is that bright red? And loaded, yeah, loaded yeah. with bumblebees yeah. and such. Yeah, it was a bumblebees mostly, uh, not as much honeybees. So. And speaking of uh, great stands, I was telling Mark earlier this week I saw, uh, you know, Jerry's always talking about the Purple Heart over at the uh, Marriott TPC. There was a beautiful. Did you have a question? Well, come on up here. Come on up. We'll, we'll answer it. We'll just we'll get you on. It'll be, actually, it'll be easier over here because you, you sure. can get on the mic. All right. But, uh yeah, so uh, it, it, some Purple Heart with oh. a little bit of care. Yeah. It's beautiful right now. It was probably as big, certainly, as the porch. I mean, that's how big a, a stand it was. Uh, so that's cool. It was really pretty. Now, um, will you come on the air with us? Okay, grab the mic. You'll be on the uh, air. Ooh. Always got a bag. We have you. samples. We have samples. <laughs> cool. So what have okay. you got? Uh, t- tell us, tell what us what's we have. going on. He's got a baggie. My name's Miles, Hi. and my neighbor has something on his leaves, and it's spreading to our leaves. And so we want to see if it's something that we should be concerned about, and how would we get rid of it? It's a white, powdery something. Well, the- Looks to me like it's heat. What is the plan? Yeah. You want to pass it on to Jim? Yeah, what the, Yeah. It looks what? like a, a... I was going to say it looks like a, some type of salvia, but... Mark is inspecting it. Yes, I'm sorry. A great radio here. That's okay. I got you a little... Help him out. It looks like a little pottery mildew. Yeah, you're right about the white. It's It's there... I'm I'm looking for some hidden insects. Is what I'm really looking for. Some little bugs. Yeah. Um, but what did you? What was the plant you said it was? Did you? I thought it was a little salvia or something. Uh oh, he's waving. He's waving. I thought it was curled. I thought it was. You could say, you know, it doesn't smell like salvia, does it? Oh no. What? It? Oh, do you know what plant it is? All right. Well, this one, I know what's going on. Now. At first, I thought it was uh, oh, okay. Mexican. All right. Well, so now we got. Yeah. Oh, there's ten of us now. Yeah, everybody's okay. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. So, so on this one, it looks primarily, though not exclusively, 
fungal. Now, that, see, that's a little insect damage right there. Now, the yeah. grackles want to share it with us, too. Yeah. Here. So, I got... I got um, Okay, he's, he's talking to Mary. So, well, I tell you what, we're going to let you two, y'all kind of talk about it real quick. 2103088 Okay. Uh, or what we finally call Aggie toilet paper tree. <laughs> He's not here today. I could do that. One. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. That's what it looks like. Okay. So we uh, identified that one. Yes. I, that. Mary and I looked at found this out last year. Uh, we had some problems late in the season with a Mexican petunia, and it, it actually was deforming the the tree. So. Either what we use is a fungicide of some type, and any anyone will do, uh, and prune out the ones that are most effective and dispose. Don't put it in the compost heap. I mean, put it in a bag and get rid of it. So, and then this one, this is a, what, what's happening here is a little caterpillar mine, mining the top part. Of the uh, of the leaf here, uh, don't worry about it. Bottom bottom line, don't worry about it. All right. So you're going to have maybe about five percent, or even at most ten percent of the leaves having this little uh, leaf minor damage on it. I won't worry about it. But it, but All it's right. Right. But it's it's easy to identify. You know, Milton. As soon as he touched it, it feels like what, sandpaper. Where, where'd you go? I said it feels like sandpaper. Yeah. You, no, you went no. Ah! No. Yeah. <laughs> it also is a great uh, wildlife plant. The, bir- the birds probably have just now, got finished I, eating all the berries. I, I recommend it in town or to the south. Okay. Not, not so much in the in the northwest in the hill country. Because it tends to be more riparian species. Although, if you were in the hill country and you buy a little creek or something, you would find it. Uh, it tends to be what is kind that of the same as same as my hose? Because I got a really nice one that's about thirty foot tall. And yeah, and and, 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 and and it's real near your hose. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So the uh, you would, you don't find it much further north than the Braunfels, uh, but the Germans had a very long. Like seventeen-letter name for it, oh. and uh, it's basically uh, something about getting birds drunk. It's a, yeah, it's a oh. great. It's drought tolerant, uh, an attractive, really dense yeah. plant. So, Slow growing though. Yeah, so it has pink flowers in the springtime, hmm. and and then these uh, flowers change to fruit, and they're orange and oh, yellow to orange. But they are a tr- but birds that love them. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's but the uh, the uh, oh the businesses the stores uh, don't don't like them if they've got them on there because they uh, 
They fall if they if they're not the birds don't get them all. They fall on the ground and yeah. they track these sticky yellow berries everywhere. But yeah, it's, a, a, yeah, it's, it's an interesting yeah. great plant. Because yeah. right. it's opposite. Did you want to yeah. come up, Mary? Did you want to come? We can't hear you, so we just we just kind of hear. Comment about the fungal infection. It looks yeah. like Zuberalia so, family is so, so, susceptible. Yeah, so in that uh, family, uh, uh, Paul Cox and I created a little mnemonic device, but it's opposite Lee's on it. Uh, our mnemonic device was Gary's Madcap Horse Named Verb. What was it? Gary's Madcap Horse Named Verb. Okay. Those all have opposite leaves and opposite branching twigs. That's in the verbaceae oh. family, so that's how we remember. Okay, it. wow. Yeah. Well, don't you don't be surprised by anything. And no, it's, it's Paul Cox Paul and Mark Peterson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Pa- yeah. Porterweed. Keep in mind, Porterweed. <laughs> I remember Porterweed. Remember, I remember that phone call. Uh, yeah, we need help. Uh, we still have some Porterweed left. Well, dummy, why do you think you, if you name it after a weed, you're not gonna? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Paul. Yeah. Uh, he, he definitely had friends that tried his patience, I'm sure. Mm. Or maybe he tried other pe- people's patience as well. Mm. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Mary, what have you been seeing over in the the certified garden? Yeah. The smallest of the small of the, every variety of butterfly. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Um, so... I was going to identify one this, and I haven't gotten to it, but a little brown one that I've never seen before flew in. I have to figure that one out. Is there any identifying characteristics? Well, it's other the than size of a, a hair streak. Okay. A tiny oh. hair streak. And okay. it's brown and has a gold on the outside, and it's ground with a light pattern on the inside. Mm. Tiny. Okay. So I'm going to have to hunt that down, but I've seen uh, ordered oh. patch butterflies. Mm. What about uh, fl- flowers? I think that's what yeah, Calvin was going to ask. Uh, she had identified, we had seen the, uh, oh, the one with the long tail. Um, this uh, white-striped long-tail skipper. Skipper, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, we, were, we were debating what it was. and then uh, Skippers she, are a big family. She walked family. by, I have a, she I walked have a by and identified I had it. more this year and than I've ever it? seen. A skipper. A Little skip- buddy. Yeah. But what is it? But it's a big family, uh, but it's a long tail. Yeah, then that the white stripe, really white stripe, there and then that white, tail. yeah, those white stripes are really showing. Yeah, and I haven't seen the regular long tail with the blue on the back. You're right. Yeah. So that, that that's the one I'm familiar with. So. Yeah, and I haven't seen one yet this year, but I usually see one. Okay, Mary, is it going to rain? It, I so got rain I, last I, night. The wind has changed. Yeah, I know. I it's, got rain last night. It was a quarter did you? inch. Did you get rain? I did. I was How much rain? Get out of here. Get you know, out usually, of here. usually I'm in the bubble and don't get it. So this is a win for me. It usually hits here. <laughs> but you said you got a half an inch? One quarter. One quarter. Of I'll minute. take what I can get. Okay, sure. No, no, no. And it wasn't light rain. It was. No, good. no, no. That's what the, all the stories have said. It's, it was a heavy downpour. And it didn't Br- run Brief, off. but heavy. Brief, but heavy. The, my black land prairie is all cracked and all went in the cracks. So mm. I have it all. <laughs> All right, so for everybody out there, what I'm telling a lot of friends is they're, they're experienced big, deep cracks in their clay, your yes. black line prairie. What you need to be doing is getting a high-quality compost yes. and filling those cracks up. So what's that? what does that do? Oh, it kind of recirculates the organic matter throughout the, the soil profile, and so you get 
a lot of good organic matter throughout. And redevelops the soil yeah. back to the original, hopefully someday, right? Right. right. Mm. So hopefully we, we not 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 back to original here. Well, it, it, it would take eons, <laughs> well, but um, we're, talking, we're talking a couple thousand years. Yeah. 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 But it. Uh, <laughs> Renews, yeah. This is a, this is one big compost pile. <laughs> so the, if you don't keep renewing compost, so I'm thinking you know, the compost peat de- would be enough and worth it. Or what do you think? Uh, well, it's got to be fun. when I say high quality. That means it is compost that has been composted. Yes, like smells for, like for dirt. eight not to twelve saw, weeks. Not sawdust. Like no, it doesn't and, smell like manure. And uh, yeah, it's, it is free from aroma. And very fine. That's compost peat, really, isn't it? Now you can go too far, too. Or the happy frogs. Because if it decomposes too much, then you're costing your organic. Yeah, material. you lost all. all oh, so no. or, or it'll just turn to nothing. It's mostly <laughs> no. organic. And another another thing I've heard, uh, Mark Mary, is that the uh, folks saying, "Well, how do I know how to apply it and how deep and everything?" And you really don't have to be fussy, just somewhere around a half an inch. And yeah. It's the, the best Generally, job for... We, the only thing we say is don't do not do it about now when it's over 100. Well, yeah. if the cracks go away, you lose your moment, right? But normally we're worried about applying it over a grass or a plant. Oh, right. And so if there are a lot of animal products involved we may get a little salt problem right uh but as it doesn't matter if we're just applying it to the cracks that's what i was yeah, thinking that, you could just we, we break do it, it right into now. the cracks break yeah. it into the cracks that's yeah. what i'm thinking yeah okay that that's like one idea. of the best daydream jobs there is applying uh I bet. compost uh, you I can know. I don't know. I, I like that uh, hand watering, but but you were right yesterday talking about it. Hand watering at 106 is not as enjoyable as hand watering at 80, <laughs> 80 degrees. But yeah. but composting is uh, raking the compost is right up there, nice relaxing. Could you could put a ball game on and listen to the ball game while you're doing it. And it's. Uh the uh, the return you get for your lawn too is, is yeah, pretty it's, it's high. amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Even That's Jerry cool. recognized it when Malcolm Malcolm did it years ago yeah. for him. Well, I really recognized it uh, when I, I had a project over at Saw's headquarters, and I foolishly did it a week before spring bloom, and it was one of our products. And I had ABC blow it onto yeah, half, half uh, one part of the art and, and the other half, and it was dramatic on its screening up. Oh, rest. I thought you were going to say it's dramatic. No, on well, the well, smell. I'm, get, I'm getting, I'm getting to that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, this was like uh, Tuesday, and spring bloom is on Saturday, and I'm. I'm Thursday, I'm on my hands and knees going, please, Lord, please get the smell away. Please get the smell away. Oh, it's highly aromatic. But it did a fantastic job. I mean, you could literally go from slightly green to dark green on one one end of the parking lot to the other end of the parking lot. Uh, It was great. But yes, the... the I I, I used that Saw's product several times, too. But... uh, 
for what I think I was trying to remember, but I think it lasted about a week. That yeah. smell usually. Right, right, right. I was cutting it really close. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break while we got a chance. 210-308-8867. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson, and myself, Milton Glick, right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Got a question from the crowd. You can call us at 210-308-8867. She's, she's running away. All right. Yes, sir. You're on the air. How can we help you? I, I got two uh, unre- totally unrelated questions. The first one is I have a, a rather large pot that I want to plant tomatoes in, and I we, we do all of our stuff on raised beds where we use, uh, I hope I can mention the name, Gardenville uh, Ooh, soil. Sure. And... Um, <laughs> So we use a really, we're, the raised beds are working great. We're in the third year, mm. and we use that soil in about a, I don't know what it is, about an 18-inch raised bed. So now we want to do the second crop of tomatoes, and we just don't want to be wipe, getting wiped out by the freeze. So what should I put into the pots, and how deep? That's my question. All right. I have certain views, which I've conflicted with Jerry over the years, so I'm going to let Calvin, go first on that. What well, what, what I use is a mix between a, a garden soil and the inexpensive uh, uh, potting soil. And I, I mix those up. And uh, What ratio? I, I think Mark brought, brought up one of the keys is you got to keep churning it up because they, they get uh, from season to season because okay. they they get uh, you, you want the consistent uh, yeah and you want the water to be able to penetrate all through mm-hmm. um, that 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 works well now I'm pretty generous on the um, fertilizer I just use osmocote and I I got shocked by the price of osmocote the other day, uh, yesterday that's yeah. yeah, uh, unbelievable but the good news is that it's uh, effective and it lasts a long time and don't have to use a, a, a right. extra bit. How deep would you have the soil? Number one, and are you using mostly good garden soil and maybe a quarter uh, potting soil, or is it half and half? Or uh, what's well, the that, see, that now? What I do? Go ahead. Is I use thirty percent sandy loam. I actually get soil, and if it's in a bag or so, but usually I have to go somewhere to get it. And then I put the potting mix in. Okay. Another thirty percent. Okay. And or more. And then I put some a uh, good portion of it to, of perlite. So so it's so really what porous I, then? It is very porous. Yes. Uh, the perlite also acts as kind of a weight reducing because okay. I got a pot. I'm going to be uh, moving around, so I put the perlite in there uh, to help reduce. It, how, how, how thick? I mean, you're talking so, twelve inches. So as well. we got, a bit, and I'm looking at your pot. Here. That's a big pot. So I, you know, I'm I'm a couple inches below the lip. Oh, that big. Yeah. So that's like so, that pot. That's so so. Yeah. I, I, on a on a on a tomato, I, I'm I'm looking at 22 inches. 
Okay. Well, that and good. that that's good. Eighteen twenty-two inches. Yeah, good. Uh, with your raised bed, how how tall were your raised beds? Uh, the raised beds, I think, are either uh, sixteen or twenty-four. Uh, see, I see. I was going to go fifteen. I bet they were fifteen to eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you th- go. Think about the same thing going in the pot. There you go. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Um, but but that's that's the only thing I like to start out with soil. Yes. It, it also also is it's not it's a reasonable investment to use the uh, adds a little cost to seek out the sand and the perlite, mm-hmm. but in the long run it really makes a difference. Yeah, and then and then like I had mentioned yesterday while I was over here is, and Calvin just mentioned now I take a wheelbarrow when I'm done. Yes. Take a wheelbarrow. Dump it straight in, mix it all up, and use it again because I'm cheap. Hmm. I'm a good Dutchman. I'm cheap. I'm a, and, I'm uh, a cheap Irishman. <laughs> and and so and then I'll add some more soil as needed to the, okay. to the mix. All that is really helpful. And then, yeah, yeah what we're looking and is to have those. But, but the other thing is uh, the most important part, as Calvin said, uh, copious amounts of fertilizer. Yeah. Right. Uh, tomatoes are heavy feeders, right. and Good. and you know, there's a wide not now. I said, I like it. I like Osmocote. I like Osmocote Plus. Uh, and but there are other manufacturers out there okay. that are just as good. I got an Arbor question. Yeah. You got time? Yeah, we're okay. I, I, all of the Arbors that uh, Arborists that mm-hmm. we uh, have used, and we've used two different ones. And the ones that we're looking at in the phone book seem to be attached to a tree trimming company. Are there any independent arborists? And I'm asking because we have a 200-year-old oak, and we're really unsatisfied with the uh, advice and diagnosis okay. that we're getting. And don't bring up any names. No. Okay, good. Uh, oh, really? You don't well, want well any I'm going to have to give one name because he's asked me. So are you looking for meant- an independent arborist? Yes. Consulting? Yeah. No, I meant... Don't, I can't uh, talk about. I, who I'm I didn't want. He wouldn't. I didn't want to know who he was yeah. disappointed yeah. with. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, he, that, that, that part. I he know. can yeah. tell you off the air. So, yeah. uh, there's one really good consulting arborist. No, I'm just going to give you one. I came without a pen. I'm yeah, I know. Okay, I'll write it down when you're done. I have. Well, d- go ahead. David Vaughn is. Okay. He can. Okay. He's not going to do the work. No, I don't want him to. And so I want you to oh, do okay, and, and in, Yeah, that's why I gathered on that. So he'll take a look at the tree. Yeah. He'll write down a prescription of Good. everything that Good. needs to be done with that. Good. And then he will contact Good. somebody else Good. Uh, on that. That's great. So, so that's... That's great. There's a couple of really good arboricultural firms in town, yeah. but I, I knew where you were going at. Sure. And so to have uh, a person look at the tree, yeah. give a long-term prescription yeah. for the health of that tree, yeah. he can do that for you. And I do want to say that diet, it's changed your personality completely. <laughs> You're much more dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What does that? What's that mean? That he's very loud now? <laughs> no, no, no. Jerry was always loud. So, so. more talkative. Yeah. Well, cool. So, did you get the name? I, I, I'm going to get the name here. Oh, okay. David yeah. Vaughn. Okay. Cool. All right. And he, and he and he has worked in uh, some of the uh, other firms that have wonderful reputations right. too. Right. So, so that's so. why I, I, I highly recommend it. All right. Yeah. Type it in your phone. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Come on the air with us. Come on, yeah. We're having fun. Uh, he did it. 
Well, grab that. Grab the microphone so we can hear you. Okay, you'll be on the air. All right. Did Did you bring the rain with you? Because it feels like it was. Yes. Okay. Talk in the mic so we can hear you. Okay. Hi. Hi. You're doing great so far. Thank you. Okay. So I have a picture of my plant. It's a enomus climbing enomus. Is that how you say? Enomus. Yeah. Yeah. And it has those white leaves, and I've been cutting them. And I was wondering what to do with a plant like that. Well, it's they, they typically have uh, um, oh, aphids and scale, and then they get a then they get a the the, the those insects poop, and that uh, I, that's not the word I usually use. It's a uh, it's a sweet, a sweet. Uh, what is? What do we the call it? Honeydew. I don't know what we like a honeydew. Oh, uh, anonymous with a, a honeydew growth <laughs> or something like that. Uh, but what you, what you what you do is, is generally you apply um, for for the aphids first. Yeah. Uh, you yeah yeah you can use the um, the organic version. Um, Starts with an S. I know. I'm looking at you, going, uh, what's, what's spinosad? Huh? Spinosad? Spinosad, or spinosad, spinosad. or spinosad, spinosad. Uh, that that yeah. that'll take care of it. But there's also the easiest thing to do on aphids, and it's about as effective as a blast of water. Uh, these guys, these guys. Oh, look, oh, okay. Look oh. pretty serious. See, I didn't see what it was. So I talk about trees. Oh, okay. In the in the in the if it's scale on there in the in the winter yeah. time we we apply a uh, horticultural oil. Oh, horticultural, okay. Yeah, yeah. both both the spinosad and the horticultural so, oil so are organic. So it's, it's okay. like a, I chopped a, it all off. It's like a two step. Okay. A two-step dance. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so you're going to try to do yeah, the spinal sad now. Now, the spinal sad may not take care of the scale, but during the winter time, when you get a little of the foliation, you can take a horticultural oil. Okay. Or, you can do just remember this easy. Horticultural soap now. Horticultural oil in the winter. Okay. How about so that? Now, okay. But well, but always remember horticultural. Horticultural. Oh, horticultural soap. That's so a special soap. Soap summer. Soap now. Yeah, summer. I'm Growing just trying. season. Okay. And then and then the oil dormant season. What did we use? Oh, dormant oil. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you may, if you got some, we used to call horticultural oil dormant oil. You may have some at home. It never you never run out of it. Okay. So, All right. If I you will. got that, just go I'm ahead. I'm sure they have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. Yes, they have. They have both here. Okay. So, yes. so you ask uh, in there and uh, and use those terms, and they'll show you right, right yeah. to where. Is it there is. anything I'm doing to cost uh, it? Okay. So yeah. when I looked at it, I went, oh. So that particular species plant yeah. is highly attractive to scales and aphids. Aww. So, so, so. Enjoy the plant, yeah. but just realize it's going to take a lot of work or has a lot of input. Oh, Everybody that has Yonimus 
has that. Yeah. Oh. So, so oh, I'm talking so everyone. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's kind of fallen out of favor, but you still yeah. see it it's around. So pretty. Uh, because it is. It's a pretty plant. Yeah. Okay. So it's not right. your fault. Thank you. Thank I appreciate it. Yeah, oh, come it. out of the rain. We're getting rain. Look yeah. at that. Whee! All right. All right. 210-308-8867. We're here at Millburgers where it's raining. Woohoo! <laughs> She's getting out. Yeah, but we're just happy. Get yeah. inside. Yeah. All right, that's Look nice. That. I was turning around looking at you, going, "I smell it." I yeah, smell it, did, rain. it did I smell, smell like rain. rain. And I'm looking at you, and it's right behind me. So. No, oh, yeah. It's trying to rain. Now, it's, if it's, it could it, just rain like this for what six, eight hours. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let it rain until two o five. Oh, okay. And then I could walk to my car. Oh, you can walk in the rain. Oh. Walking in I, the I, rain. Isn't there some song? I, I spent 21 years of my life walking in the rain. Oh. I don't need to walk in the rain. Well, anymore. if we can get some rain, it's worth it. Okay. You, you can all suffer. Right. All, right. Um, all right. Cool. 210-30. Sorry, pardon our, our excitement here. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, where it's raining here at Millburgers. So call us and tell us if you're getting rain, too, if you want to. Yes. Yeah. Now, don't be overdoing it. I just just kind of what? pretend it's not here. Maybe it'll just keep. Oh, okay. We'll ignore it. What? Uh, yeah, there's some dew or something out there. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what that is. You know, get the nice cool and the and the, uh, the fans going. Yeah. Cool air. Lovely. Yeah, lovely, lovely. Okay. So let's see. What what else do we have on our list? When you to look up there and see the sun like that, yeah. it's hard to imagine. Yeah, it really yeah, kind of kind of is. Yeah. And very, there's a couple people with umbrellas. This guy in the orange, he doesn't he doesn't care. He, I'm gonna, I'm he he's seen rain before. I'm going to channel my inner Jerry. Okay. And uh, woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, just remind everybody, we got um, Pride of Barbados on sale as mm-hmm. well, and there are a lot of them, and they're all looking very well. Yeah, and they look great around the city. And uh, looking at, uh, we've been talking about pots and, and, and mixtures, planting mixtures. So we got a white garden clay pot mm-hmm. and a half whiskey barrel. And the one that Calvin and I like, it's called the garden barrel planter. It's the half whiskey barrel cut but on its horizontal side, half, yeah. rather than vertical yeah. half. That's, yeah, a, that's the one we were really like. Calvin and I really like that one, and it's on sale too. Okay. So, so uh, I like it for strawberries. Yes. Uh, now, if I have a lot of money, I like the galvanized horse troughs. Oh, okay. For for strawberries and potatoes. You know, we used to, you and I used to talk about some of the best potatoes ever grown were in those galvanized horse troughs because you could get some really good soil in those potatoes if they're down there. Be well, really that, good. That, I was glad that we had that discussion on the uh, soil because that really does, in the long run, make a difference, make it so yeah. much easier to, right. to grow tomatoes and other vegetables and even flowers in containers. Right, as I always write, uh, and I have an ongoing article that I've been meaning to write, a finish for a long time, but I have that 
discussion on there. There's planting mixes, or if they say planting soil mixes, they really are not soil. They're, they're organic compositions, and some are better than others. Uh, but I like some soil in mine, actual soil. And soil is either going to be made up of sand, clay, or silt. Okay. And, and I like a little sandy loam in there to hold nutrients and hold water. So when you buy the uh, oh, the, the, the clay um, that, that, that we use in the pot, potting container pots sometimes, yeah. uh, how, what, what do you get it in, a 30-pound bag or... A, the, uh, the that the distinctive that soil material, uh, I yeah. mean clay material. Yeah. Well, on the clay material, I don't know. I try to stay away from like heavy clay, but sometimes you can get soil in a bag. Most of the time, you got to go to a place like uh, Gardenville or, or some of those other places, uh, San Antonio soil and stone, and you can get it by bulk. What is and what is what is the material called that they plant the, a lot of seeds and transplants in? It's a, a, a clay. Oh, you oh. you mentioned it in your soil mix. Perlite? Huh? Perlite. Perlite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was going. Yeah, that in vermiculite, but we yeah. hardly ever do vermiculite anymore because it's way expensive. So we just do the perlite. A lot less expensive. But yeah, it's it. It's in a lot of potting, natural potting mixes, the retail potting mixes, because it's lightweight. It doesn't absorb. It's inert for the most part, but it has a little bulk to the soil, right? And it's lightweight, and so that goes then into the shipping cost. Oh, well, so that makes sense. The, the you, you can does it deal? Does it deal with the? Uh, does it address that? That baking, that yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so if you get too heavy a material, uh, it'll clog, clog, uh, clog up uh, in in the pot, or it will. Um, if, if you get too heavy organic, it will actually cake and and cause an impervious layer on, on top of the of the pot. And that's so that's quite common. That impervious layer and yeah. those big. And big containers for like tomato, but you you know you you put about two inches of water there and it ah it's completely yeah. wet. Yeah. But then you go down yeah. two inches yeah. and there. Or 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 it's got that layer on the top and you're watering it and you water it and it's going just straight yeah. down, and then, yeah, and the then it's a pulled away from the sides and it's just going straight down and so yeah you don't have any water in the middle. Uh, now Trey, Trace talks about a bubbling. Yeah, the air bubble. But even the bubbling doesn't doesn't yeah. happen in that kind yeah. of situation. That's I, uh, why every every time you change a season, like you're, you're planting your new tomatoes now, take take the opportunity to use your shovel or hand yeah. tool to break up those clumps. The, the old the old fashioned uh, fork, garden fork. A lot of people don't know what that is, but that was five tong, five moderately sized tongs. On the fork, and you put you, you you could put your foot on the back of it, and, you know, poke it in and everything like that, as opposed to like a like a hay hay fork. This was like hard to get in the ground. 
Why? What's going behind me? You're all looking. No, just some thick kiddos running on the porch. Oh, okay. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. You know, I always do my best to describe the Tree Hugger Sprinkler, but I want you to go and learn about it at treehuggersprinklers.com. They've got a video that shows you how they use it, how they're using it to water a rose bush. I should have watched that earlier. Uh, now my rose bush is very happy now that I've got the tree hugger and using it on the rose bush. But uh, you can watch the video and learn how it, it's a big green donut. Think of it like that with a big hinge on it. In three different sizes, 7, 11, and 15 inch, and you can open it up on the hinge. <laughs> and you can close it or hug the tree trunk with it. There you go. Thank you. Well, how about you're closed at once? That's fine. Okay. Um, and then you turn it on just a little bit so the water flows right over the top into that root ball. There you go. Well, sounds musical. Um, and then you, or you turn it on higher to... Um, Get away from the root ball more toward the trip line. It's an efficient way. Oh, thank you. I forgot you were going to do that, too. Uh, it's a great way to water efficiently and effectively in here in Texas. And you'll find the Tree Hugger Sprinkler, treehuggersprinklers.com. But you'll find it at Millburgers and HEB. Millburgers has all three sizes. But go check out the video, treehuggersprinklers.com. All right, let's see if we can get you. Uh, Mark wanted to hear the rain. Was it Calvin wanted to hear the rain? Who wanted no, to no, I wanted to hear. I, I was so relaxing. Yeah, we were sitting here just... Relaxing, listening, and watching the rain. And then all of a sudden, Milton said, all right, we'll come back. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> yeah, we can't quite get it. Anymore. Yeah, the pay is the same. The whether, what? Whether it's uh, hot and miserable or nice and cool and rainy. Yeah. And rainy. Yeah. But you, uh, it did say that uh, Al said he could hear the thunder back at the station. So I'm, I'm hoping you all heard that, too. You said it was raining? Al said he heard the thunder. Oh, yeah. from Three the, times, or, or, or possibly four. Yeah, the claps yeah, of thunder. Because we both looked at each other and goes, was that thunder? Yeah, we couldn't and tell. The, and then like 30 seconds later, it was like obviously thunder. I, th- I thought it was pretty uh, interesting that when uh, the gardener was brought the materials with the, uh, the, white, the white stains on the leaves, and, uh, and he was, and there, he was, Mark was thinking aloud and speculating and and uh mary whispered in his ear because a year ago they had yeah. looked at the same plant. <laughs> yeah. i, I uh, appreciated uh, that because i never would have remembered everybody that. needs a little help sometimes <laughs> yes no it was uh she and i uh consulted together on a problem that was going on with the mexican petunias and it was later in the year but it was a, a fungus and deformity on the Mexican petunia. Which is surprising. Which you don't expect. That's why we were consulting together. And then she was telling me, yeah, you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's what it looked like. It was a fungal problem. Uh, and, and frankly, I would, I would eliminate the, the, the worst ones and just use an overspray, a light application of a fungicide. And we have lots, lots of fungicides okay. to choose from. Yeah, that and are she, safe. 
And it was really nothing that she had done but the plant choice. What? It was nothing that she had done. It was just the plant uh, choice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was the other one. Yes. That, no. uh, the, we're talking about Miles. Oh, you're right. And, you're right, yeah. But the, and then, they, then the young lady, yes. And that's why I had to break it to her. That's that's one of the ones we'd study in school going, oh, yes, this is a scale and aphid magnet. It is not your fault. Yeah, it's not your fault. But And, and that's uh, they, why you don't see it hardly anymore. But in yeah, some places. Yeah, not, not a lot of people grow them. Well, the, the freeze took, oh, it took a lot, a lot out. Took, took a lot out, too. Um, but they're they're easy to propagate and cheap, and and uh, builders like to use them. Okay. Good. Good enough. And that's good enough. Yes. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Javier is on the line. Javier, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are y'all? Good. Good. Got a what question happened? about cypress trees. What type of cypress? Uh, well, I'd like you to tell me what's a good cypress tree to to plant in uh, in deep dirt. It's not it's not uh, rocky. It's not uh, it's not sandy loam. It's just dark dark brown grayish dirt. Well, so a lot of the Italian cypress did not enjoy two freezes in a row, uh, twenty one and twenty two, and so. You can see all the Italian cypress around town kind of dying out, dying away. Uh, the The cypress of choice is Arizona cypress, and it comes okay. in in blues and 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 silvers. Uh, it does. You 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 were correct. It likes a uh, a more rocky soil, but okay. it will tolerate a, a heavier soil. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be uh, confident on like a heavy black land in Converse and Cibolo and that type of area. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm yeah, I know. I, I know that's what, that's where you're leading to. So, yeah. in case uh, of a of a cypress, you may want to go to a juniper, uh, like a Blue Point or a Spartan. Or uh, try a native, native juniper, or okay. on a heavier soil like that, you may want to try a holly. And there are a couple different hollies. Um, that's again, that's not the best soil for a holly, but okay. uh, you could try it. Um, uh, it how tall about- do you want it? Well, I like to get I like to get a tall tree, you know, thirty, forty, fifty okay, feet. Okay, okay. So, yeah, we're looking like at Foster's, or um, a what? Yeah, Foster's is probably the one you want. That's the tallest. Fo- that, that's about you're twenty. Kind of, kind of Foster's. Yeah, Foster's, Foster's, Nellie R. Stevens. Um, both approximately Okay, there you go. Now you get now now you get into the big trees, Montezuma. Montezuma would would prefer again a little looser soil, but for me, if I was out there, I would make it a raised bed and have initially some good soil and then let it 
go down to the heavier clay. Uh, okay. That that would be my my uh, my way of doing it. It will eventually take hold in the clay, but it would be a long time, and uh, I, I would I would prefer to get have it get established first in a raised bed and let those roots go uh, spread out and go down. Oh, uh, what you're calling a uh, red clay or uh, heavy clay? You're talking about the same blackland fairy you mentioned earlier. No. Uh, so I'm trying to get it away from that black line prairie. I'm trying okay. to get a little a, a little looser soil, not 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 mix, not compost, but a yep. looser soil like a loam. And, and, and yeah, loam. All right. Um, so so ideally, it would be it would grow better in in a. Uh, more rocky soil. All of the all of the cypress would go better, a little bit better with a, a lighter soil, a loam, sandy loam, a little rocky. Um, just remember, like a Montezuma cypress will need water, extra water initially. Okay. I had a ball cypress a while back, and uh, I called into the show, and you advised me that. Uh, that would need constant watering because uh, I guess that's the kind that grows along the rivers. Yeah. The ball so, cypress. So, so they did a survey in uh, ball cypress, and it never grows more than 17, 20 feet away from a permanent water source. So yeah. someday, someday they go, but, oh, great. Are you 17 or 20 feet away from a permanent water source? Uh, and, yeah. Then yeah. you shouldn't yeah, have no, a bald cypress. Yeah, I gave it away. I gave it to a buddy of mine. He's got a um, a pond on his land, uh, so that he could plant plant it on the you know right by the pond. And uh, I've been looking for Arizona cypress because I think I'd heard you mention that before. Uh, and I think you didn't mention Arizona at Montezuma, but we did. We had not. We had not discussed what kind of soil I have. Yeah. So I guess yeah. Well, well I've always I, liked I, them. I, I like I like the I like the way they look. You know, that they're just, they're just beautiful to me. And well, we have some beautiful ones over here at Melbourne. Some beautiful uh, Montezuma cypress. Uh, have you ever seen the ones over at the Walmart parking lot on sixteen oh four in Nacogdoches? No, I haven't. I didn't know they were over that way. I'll have to look. Yeah, maybe, they, maybe you know, today. Uh, yeah, but uh, take a look at them, and, and last time I looked, they still look pretty good. Yeah. And you know, they're the, the little, uh, you know, parking lot islands. And yeah, and it's like I, I I roll my eyes when I see that because that's not really a good place for bald or Montezuma cypress. Uh, right. Again, they need they need a big area, uh, but I know why. There's certain loopholes in the landscape and tree preservation ordinance. And they tried to exploit that uh, oh, by using okay. those. Uh, anyway, okay. yeah. anyway, so so uh, yeah, if you ever have a chance, go to the botanical gardens. And oh, okay. The, what Paul had done a long time ago was different different types of uh, bald cypress 
and Montezuma Cypress. He put them all in a row, and it's real nice and easy to see all the characteristics of each. So it's, uh, go up to the East area sometime and, and look at that. It's, it is quite spectacular. I'll do that. I haven't been there in decades, so oh, I'll have to make a yeah. special trip for it. Cool. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Javier. Thanks for the call. All right, 210-308-8867. We're kind of running out of time here. Uh, but, uh, Mark, uh, anything else you want to bring up? Uh, things that you, you work closely with uh, with a number of organizations? Anything coming up that you want to? Uh, not at the moment. Um, like I said, there's a couple of nonprofits going around. Gardening, uh, oh, the, the gardening volunteers, what, right. what they got in there. Oh, so that, that's thing, where I was. Uh, yeah, I was w- working my way around to all the different activities. But gardening volunteers, uh, each month we have a gardening video. Tell this, uh, Milton, this let's is good get, radio. Get, let's get growing. Uh, yeah, let's get growing uh, videos. Uh, I understand that the person that has this month's get going video is very entertaining particularly since he was in 105 degree heat uh talking about tree planting and what to do to ensure great quality trees during the summer that sounds fun yeah is it already particularly when when he almost fell over from from heat stroke that that was the best part also though though it was uh dr stein was in it talking about citrus and where do you see these you see these on the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas website. Gardeningvolunteers.org. And, 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 you, and you click on that, and then you scroll a little bit down, and it says, Go Gardening Videos. Okay. And, and um, um, uh, well, I should say, we are planning uh, one for Monta Vista next month. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, design, things to think about when you're doing a design. Okay. All right, we got to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Mark for coming in. Thank you, Calvin. Uh, I'm Milton Glick. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>